on this episode of the Naturist Living Show, Naturist Dating. This episode of the Naturist Living Show is brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. At Bear Oaks, we offer traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Free your body, free your mind. www.bearoaks.ca Welcome, dear listener, to episode 105 of the Naturist Living Show. My name is Stéphane Deschain. I'm your host for this podcast, and I'm also the owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park. And today we're going to be talking about naturist dating. Um, For the purpose of this show, we're mostly going to focus on heterosexual men looking to date heterosexual women. Uh, Not because there's no uh, possibilities in naturism for the other uh, options, but because that's the big uh, question that I keep getting and that everybody keeps getting. Single men, the problem with single men who don't want to be single. And they're the ones who seem to have the most issues. Although as I review the notes of the stuff I'm going to be talking about and the advice you're getting, I think most of it actually applies to everyone. But... uh, we have to, it's easier to focus on what is the biggest issue and so that's what we're going to be talking about today but if anybody wants to do another episode on other combinations i'd be happy to do it just uh, contact us through the show and i'd be happy to have a chat and talk about the challenges that others may face so the the challenge of single men, you know, single men have problems. Uh, I understand. I used, it was this time where I was a single man trying to attend naturist events, and often I was rejected. Um, and, and it's not fun. And, and, and yet I understand the challenges that people face as single men. Um, when there is a problem at Bear Oaks, it is a single man who causes the problem. Most of the time, I would say 99% of the time. But I would also say the vast majority of single men who come to Bear Oaks don't cause any problems at all. So I understand why club owners become sensitive to single men. Um, but that's not really... Single men are not the problem. When you exclude all single men, you're throwing you're throwing out the proverbial baby with the bathwater. So, um, but having said that, single men are often looking for relationships and it's challenging. Uh, Generally, you don't meet, uh, single men don't meet single women at clubs. I mean, there are single women at the clubs. Uh, There are certainly single women at Bear Oaks and quite a few of them, but many of them aren't coming there because they're looking for a date and to approach them could be uh, bothering them. And if people keep doing them, could cause them to be uh, talked to for harassing people and in a worst case scenario, kicked out. But that rarely happens because most people recognize once they're causing problems to that they should stop if they want to keep coming and they want to keep visiting. So... If you can meet people at a club, and the image, you know, it does happen. The image that is uh, the image for the show that I picked is of a couple that did date for a while, and they were both single. They both met at Bear Oaks, and uh, they were dating, and so it worked for them. But it's not the best place to go. There's there's a lot of single women, if you're a single man, who are not uh, at Bear Oaks and might be interested. Um 
you have to understand that 14%, according to the 2014 survey that the Federation of Canadian Naturists did, um, 14% of people, uh, and it's fairly equal across both genders, are interested in naturism, that they said they would go uh, or have gone to a naturist beach or club. So in the GTHA, the Greater Toronto and Hamilton area, where it is about 7 million people, that's about 980,000 people, or 490,000 women and 490,000 men. Um, so let's round it out to 1 in 10. It does mean that you have to talk to 10 women if before you find a woman who is interested in naturism, statistically anyway. Um, but from what I've seen, in, uh, especially now with online dating, um, you talk to a lot of people, you check them out. And on that note of online dating, there are a number of nudist or naturist dating sites. Most, in fact, I think, I suspect all, but I, because I haven't seen any that are real, but I suspect, so I suspect all of them are scams. And, uh, uh, I think uh, the blogger Naturism of Color, I'll put a link to all of the things I refer to are in the show notes on their website, um, probably summarized the experience best. As they said in the, their June 2016 blog entry, um, the process works this way. You sign up and an email is sent just a few hours later saying three women were interested. All attempts to view pictures of the women or chat with them requires payment. And then the women are all online constantly, but never respond to any winks or other attempts to get their attention. Um, any attempt to click on other members led to a payment screen as well. Um, it seems that so many people are online, but no one ever uh, attempts to contact them. And that all the female buddies that they had had similar profiles. Felicity Jones, who's been on the show before uh, a number of times, also did a blog entry about this where she talked about how all these sites are basically scammed. In her November 2014 uh, post, which I'll also put a link to, she talks about nudist dating and how there is a uh, service called Dating Factory and people that create templates and you can quickly create your own dating site by uploading images. And it's really, a, they're just ways of trying to separate desperate single men from their money. And even the mainstream sites have been caught doing this. Well, not all of them, but certainly Ashley Madison, uh, you've probably heard of them, admitted to having uh, fake profiles, fake female profiles to lead on uh, single men. So how do you do it? Well, um, the solution is to, as I was alluding to earlier, is to address women not as nudists or naturists, but as people and trying to find the ones who are interested in the topic. So I thought I would start by interviewing a single woman who is a naturist to a regular person at Bear Oaks. And we, so we talked to Melissa to, to get some advice from her. So my name is Melissa Koenig. I am uh, 25 years of age. I have been working here at Bear Oaks for the last four summers here and there. This place has incredibly changed my life. So the, the, the topic here is about uh, dating and helping, especially men who would like to mm. date somebody. So uh, do you have any experience in that area? I definitely do. I wouldn't say I have as much experience as, say, a few other people or 
um, everybody else, but we all have our own experiences and those are incredibly important nonetheless. I have, I would say I've had two serious relationships over the last seven years. So I can say I've had some experience. That's good. So, um, when, so tell me when, what do you do in terms of dating right now? You're single. Where do, where do you meet people? Is it online? Is it in person? How do you find interesting people? Well, that's always fun, I think, in today's society. Things have, I think, definitely been changing on how we interact and how we meet people. I generally, and I prefer to like to meet people in person. I like to get a very good first impression. I think it's more personal uh, meeting people in person versus, say, meeting people at a bar or meeting people online meeting people in these uh, casualties maybe that we have now versus maybe what we haven't had in the last 10 years. Like when I started in high school, maybe uh, dating or introducing myself to men, it was very different than it is now, especially with the, the media and the social sites and the dating sites and uh, the different engines that we have for meeting people now. Again, I definitely like to meet people in person. I find that more personable. So have you used any of the online services? I have. I definitely have. I think I've I've went on maybe one date uh, with one person, I say maybe about a year and a half ago. And it was it was different. It was something that I've never done. And I found it very uh misleading in some retrospect. And that's only my opinion. Some people have um, had very good success stories with some dating sites, so I can't take away from that. So what... There's a lot of single men that would like to, because they're passionate naturists, would like to meet a woman to share that passion with. Um the number of single women uh, is perhaps fairly small. And usually when you go to a nature's place, you can't really hit on people because that's kind of frowned upon. You know, people don't come here. It's not a meet meetup place. And <laughs> so you wouldn't necessarily want to be hit on by people that could be creepy or not, depending on the situation. So what advice would you have for men who would like to meet somebody and who are they themselves naturists and would like somebody they can share it with? You know, honestly, that's actually a very good question. You know, uh, being in the nature's community, again, just like you said, it's not a meet and greet. Um, We do have to try to find other communicational ways and appropriately and very modestly to um, approach people. And I think the best way to do that is honestly within conversation, just friendly, light, good conversation, you know, um, doing your best to kind of stay away from the the comments and or the, um, let's just say, yeah, say the comments on people's bodies or their comments about appearances, uh, just because we are nude and we do want to kind of make sure that people aren't openly getting openly getting hit on or openly being made um, uncomfortable, especially in these 
naturist parks, and especially here at Bear Oaks. We are a family naturist park, and we do want to uh, approach the values of this place correctly. And we do have children here. We have young women, young men, the youth, adults, you know, the elders. We have a very big uh, variety of people here. So learning how to maybe cater to all of them, maybe sometimes similarly or maybe in different ways. You know, again, I would definitely start with very easy, light, good, polite conversation. Stay away from the the comments on appearances and maybe kind of go from there. I think you'd be surprised on what good conversation could kind of do instead of uh, poking at the first things that we notice about people. And generally those things are appearances, so... There are far more people in general that are not naturists and naturists. So do you think it's possible to just um, be approaching and dating non-naturists and then bring it up and convert them, if you will? (laughs) That's always the dream, isn't it? (laughs) Um, Another very, very good question. You know, me personally, I would... I'm very honest about my naturism. Uh, I was very honest with my family, my friends. I'm very honest about the pe- with it about the people that I meet or whoever I socialize with. Um, I find the less honest you are or willing to be open about it might lead people to believe and have certain thoughts about maybe like what you're doing. I feel like the more honest that you are, uh, the more intrigued people are potentially in the right ways. Um yeah what so what what do you think generally whether you're a naturist or not women or women it's that there's i don't think there's much of a difference in terms of whether you're a naturist or not in terms of what appeals to you with with a guy so what do guys do wrong and what do they do right when they're trying to meet you oh that's a good one and i really think it depends on the place Sometimes, say, if you're in, like, you're at a bar or maybe you're at a a restaurant, say you're here at the Naturist Park, I think all of these different places could bring different approaches Um, and sometimes maybe more negative approaches in certain areas. But then again, yes, in any situation that you are approached, you could get pros and cons regardless of uh, the atmosphere that you are in. But... I do think, I think with today's society, unfortunately, and this kind of comes back even to a little bit of like the dating sites, we have a thing with swiping right, swiping left, and generally those things are solely based off appearances. And I find that is where men and women, adults, youth, children, uh, generally tend to go wrong is that we sometimes approach people based on like their appearances or think that they want to be complimented or validated with some form of physical appearance you know and I think if we learned how to socialize maybe on a different level versus basing our first instincts off of how people look I think we'd get a lot more uh, I think we'd get better results so if somebody, a lot of dating happens online now, so at least initial meeting. So if some a, a, a young man wants to create a profile, what do you think they should put in and what should, should they not put in? And I think that's kind of hard to say. 
you know, um, because you want people to kind of, you want them to live their life. You want them to be whoever it is that they are. You don't want to stray or tell people to not write certain things about themselves. Um, so it might be a little bit of a hard line from one person maybe to another. Uh, I do think things should maybe be maybe a little bit more personal, open, and honest. You know, I think uh, we have a little bit of a hard time with honesty. And it's in the re- kind of a retrospect of... We're afraid of what people are going to think. Or do we want to exploit ourselves? Uh, what are people going to think? Or am I going to get the lot of women that I really want if I just be myself and honest? I don't think we give ourselves like enough credit um, that we're enough. So I definitely think honesty. Um, it's more open-minded. Try not to be too, too self-critical on ourselves and just kind of writing about who we are, about our interests, the things that maybe we like doing, maybe maybe some of the more personal things and the things that we're actually looking for in a relationship. So uh, do you think they should write their naturist in the profile or thinking of your your textile friends out there and how they might react to that? Or is that just a little too much and it would scare people away? You know what? It's kind of inevitable. Um, it's unavoidable sometimes if there's going to be people that are going to get turned away. There's going to be people that are going to be intrigued about it. Regardless sometimes of what we do, there's always going to be that pro and con situation. And I do remember something that Eustafan uh, mentioned to me on my first year of working here. And essentially was you asking me if I was comfortable in being in certain uh, the nude magazines or some of the advertisements and stuff like that. And you mentioned the concern of people taking some of the photos maybe incorrectly. And it's true. Regardless of our intention, there is always going to be people out there that take things maybe not the way that we are trying to portray it. So... As long as you are comfortable with what you are doing and the expressions that you are expressing, expressing, sorry, I think it could kind of go both ways. Having people maybe write it in their profiles or not having people write it in their profiles. I do personally uh, agree that I would. I would probably tell people right off the bat, it's not something that I'm ashamed of. It's something that I'm very proud of. Um, it's something that I feel like uh, intrigues people, and I want people to be intrigued in the right way. Um, so if they ever even had questions, like I would like them to be able to come to me and be able to ask me those questions. So me personally, I would have no problem writing something like that in my profile. And I think it would make things a little bit more, yeah, personally intriguing. I think it could open up a lot of doors for people. I think, again, me not being ashamed of it uh, gives a little bit of a good impression out there as well. So I would definitely write that in. But since single women at nature's parks are a rarity and and ones who want to perhaps date are also a rarity and there's uh, much more people in the outside world who are not naturists i said earlier how 14 percent of canadians said they were interested in naturism and so 
that was 980,000 people and 490,000 women in the GTA area. I wish they all came to Barrows, and but they don't. <laughs> Not even 1% probably uh, come to Barrows on a regular basis. So you have to date outside of that. And uh, so the way to do it is to understand how non-naturist women uh, who might be interested might react. So I found uh, Christine, and Christine is non-naturist, even though she's expressed some interest in it. And I asked her, she was single recently, and I asked her how dating was and asked for some advice for single men looking to meet people. Good morning. So my name is Christine, and I am 34 years old. And I was a single mother, and I have three children. And uh, they are currently under the age of 11, so quite a difficult age to be getting out and uh, doing things. <laughs> that's true. That, yep. That's a little challenging for the dating. But yeah. you did date for about a year. Yes, I did. I was in a relationship uh, with their father for 10 years. And after I came out of that, um, I did turn to the dating sites uh, because it was extremely hard to be getting out. And I... Uh, was dating for about a year until I found the person who I'm currently with. And so which which dating sites did you use? What did you find most uh, interesting? So um, actually I used Bumble was my go-to. Uh, that one there I seemed to enjoy the most because most individuals, they um, they you can match with them and the woman has to be the first one to speak to you. So it sort of gave me some time to review the profile, take a look at them and figure out if it was worth, um, the, not even worth the chat, but if I wanted to pursue the chat, which then would mean that I had a higher chance of actually starting to talk to the person. So it sort of saves on time, especially for the men's point of view, by sending all these random messages and not getting any responses. Uh, I also use plenty of fish. Uh, and actually, I only used that one twice. The first person who I met on there, uh, they were okay, and we got along fine, but it just didn't work out. And that's actually where I met my uh, fiancé on there. But it, for whatever reason, I wasn't a huge fan of the site, and um, because a lot of men will bombard you. There's a lot of messages that's being shot at you. And when I went on, the, it was just the way he phrased his message. Uh, he's, he took the time to read my profile, and it said something along the lines of, hey, Christine, um, I see that you're on here and I uh, just want to send you this message. If you feel free to chat, please message me back. If not, have a great day. And for whatever reason, that spoke to me um, without just saying, hey, how are you, baby? Uh, looking good or whatever, like a lot of men would say. But the fact that he took the time actually caught my interest. And I was only on there for maybe half an hour and I met him and logged off and that was it. So the, hey, baby, you're so hot is not a good way to get your attention? Uh, no, although women do want to feel attractive, that probably isn't the best way. Um, we do get a lot of, um, hey, uh, nice, love your eyes, love, and that's, that's nice and that's fine. So I'd probably go with that route, love your hair, love your eyes, uh, like your smile, things like that is a little bit more uh, proper to be saying, I would believe, to a woman opposed to, hey, you're so sexy. That sort of sounds like something that you send to everybody. Right. And what got you, though, is somebody who paid attention to your, your profile and your interest. Yeah, my profile, actually, the only thing that's said on there is not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, and so he did put a little point in there saying that he had something along the lines of how he knows I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, and something I can't remember exactly what the wording is. I have it saved somewhere on my phone. But uh, so that's kind of he took the time to actually look through it. 
and take a look at it and message me with regards to it opposed to just giving me a one-liner. So, and once you respond, uh, because the intro was is good, mm-hmm. what works? What works well for getting uh, keeping that relationship developing? Um, well, I'll speak with uh, like with regards to anybody who I dated for more than a couple of weeks, just because there's so many different approaches that you can take. More so, it was for me. I was looking for my best friend, so things that we had in common was a good point of topic, uh, things that we enjoyed doing. We talked about our children. We talked about um, uh, future thoughts, like maybe we can go and visit here. And not that I'm saying to jump on and in the first week say, hey, because uh, I've had that too before. Hey, uh, we're, we're hitting it off. Like, let's fly away and go to Vegas. Let's fly away and go. And I hear that a lot to the Vegas trip. A lot of guys that actually come on and say, hey, uh, like a couple weeks later, let's go, let's go take a trip to Vegas. And I even said to some of my friends, like, what's with this Vegas thing? They just want to take you away. And, and so I would suggest that if you're going to start talking about future plans like that, uh, wait a couple of months first before you actually know the person. But women enjoy feeling that you're actually taking the time to get to know them, get to know their thoughts, their beliefs, uh, and to make sure you have some common ground. So sending a dick pic right off the bat, not a good way? No, and we've had quite a few of those. And um, actually, I'll tell you a story of one of my more humorous ones. Somebody actually sent me a picture of their uh, genitals next to a water bottle to show the girth and size of it. <laughs> and I remember um, I was at a family uh, fam- family cottage thing, and I remember I pulled it out and I showed my brothers and I showed my parents. I never sent it to any of my friends because I would never – disrespect somebody to start sending that stuff out into the to the open world but I did show it to my family on my phone and we kind of all had a chuckle at it because we just couldn't believe <laughs> some people what they'd send you right so many guys do it you you must it makes me think it must work sometime um the thing is is that there are sites that for individuals who are just looking for sex and who are just looking to show off their junk. So for me, I'm not sure why people would use uh, a dating site for that because there's so many other places that you can go to. Yeah, fair so, enough. But as a woman, do you think even if you were looking for sex, that would impress you? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter what the what the size is. There's so many different shapes and sizes that for I don't think that it makes a huge difference. So what other things have, did guys do that are wrong? Um, asking for certain pictures. I had somebody who was nonstop asking me to pose in different positions or want you to wear a dress and like to, and take a picture. And it just, it's like, okay, I get it once or twice. Like maybe if you're having an evening and it's like, okay, try something on for me. This is later on when you get to know them a little bit more. Um, okay. And you want to do that. But it got to a point where he started asking all the time. And I was like, buddy, like I have a life, I have a family, I have a house to take care of. I'm working. I don't have time to be your private model, right? So uh, something like that gets a little bit frustrating. Or men that are too needy. I've had a few of that too, where they constantly need to be hearing from you. And they, even if you're not responding back to them, they just want, they just keep on sending messages. And that gets a little bit frustrating too. If the person's not responding back to you, either they're busy or they don't have an interest in you. So I think that there's nothing wrong with if you feel the person's dropping off the face of the earth, just saying, did I do something wrong? This will be my last message if I don't hear back, right? So you can get some sort of closure on it, but I wouldn't keep on hounding them to talk to you. There's so many individuals out there that you can be seeing that I wouldn't waste too much time on something like that. 
Now, you're not a naturist, but you're not nope. opposed to naturism. Nope. I've been a few times. So um, if a, a person's a naturist and it's important to them, how do you think they should handle that? Um, maybe they should uh, approach it gently because it's the same thing like somebody being a vegan or somebody having huge relig religious beliefs. You don't want to be pushing your views and your what your beliefs are onto somebody. Everybody has their own things that they're into. But at the same time, if it's important to you, you want to you want to share that with your partner. So I would say I'd wait to see how the relationship develops. If it's going to be something that you think is going to be serious, obviously let them know and to say at some point, even before it gets to a serious point, you can say, hey, uh, I go to a nature's park. Um, that's sort of something that I do in my spare time. Gauge their reaction. Either they'll be interested in it or they won't. If they're not interested in it, uh, then maybe just wait a couple, like a month, and then recircle back around to the topic before coming back to it. Okay. So do you think they should, is it okay to put it out there in your profile? or? Um, I would say it is okay to put it on there, but maybe I wouldn't come straight out and say, hey, I'm a naturist. Uh, maybe you can say, hey, uh, I, li I like to spend my days uh, walking the beach uh, going to movies, going to Bear Oaks, just sort of slip it in there. So if people know what it is, they know, and obviously they've gone there, they know about it. And if they care to look it up, they can look it up and see what it is. But at least you're not pushing it on them. Um, almost like a vegan saying, hey, I'm vegan. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to know or hear that a million times. But if you maybe name a restaurant that you like going to as a vegan restaurant, anybody that's into that will know but it's not being shoved down their throat to saying it over and over again to you. So as a re relationship starts to evolve mm -hmm. um, and you want to obviously share that, your naturist uh, passion with them, mm -hmm. how would you convince them? How would you bring it up? Um, maybe what I would do is let them know uh, and again, gauge your reaction. And once we've passed that point, maybe if the, your partner feels a little bit uncomfortable, you can do it at home. Uh, you can hang out and watch a movie on the couch and try doing a naked movie night, uh, something where they feel a little bit more comfortable because they're not being put out to the entire world. Uh, I know that a lot of people do have um, a lot of insecurities about themselves. They may have scars or stretch marks or not be as fit of half the people that you see. But at the end of the day, um, I feel that a lot of women, I was even thinking of this when I was going on vacation. Um, I'm not in the best shape that I have been in my life, but I went on a vacation uh, recently just to a hotel that had a water park. And uh, I was like, I, I don't really care what people think of me. So I'm like, ah, screw it. Like, I'll throw on my bikini, even though I'm not as in good shape as when I had it. And I went out there and I'm looking at all the other people who are there. And everybody out there, they weren't perfect. There's no woman who I saw out there who I was just like, man, like, she's perfect. So I think that maybe showing them uh, some Nature's magazines, maybe leave them laying around. And if they feel the need to look at them, they might see that, hey, I might not be perfect, but nobody is, right? And maybe they can see that and feel a little bit more comfortable in their own skin, knowing that everybody has certain flaws about them. Um, yeah, I'd say that would be probably a good approach, a gentle approach to start start the process of getting them in the mindset that it's okay and that it's something that's easygoing. And if it's not working out and you don't like the person, mm -hmm. what's the right way to end that? Oh, to break up with somebody? Yeah. Um, I'd say just to be honest. 
Yeah, and I don't mean just even break up. Like you're you're casually dating and meeting somebody. Yeah. Um, so like you just stop answering them, ignore them. No, them. no, no. Personally, I never, I never have done that. Um, I've actually even had people who I've said to them that it was over and like let them know I wasn't going to be seeing them, and I was very clear. And they'd keep on messaging me, and eventually I would answer them back, and I'd be like, "Listen, obviously you need some closure on this. What are the questions that you have?" And so many people even ask me what, like they would come straight and say, "What did I do wrong?" Uh, I remember there was one guy, and I said to him, "It's because." you were putting down your exes and it was a turnoff to me because he was constantly talking bad about the women that he saw in the past. And I said, and I just think to myself, how, what would you say about me if things didn't work out? Like I wouldn't want to be with somebody who has that sort of negative uh, feelings about their, their past relationships. Um, so there's a lot of like, I personally, I was very open. I'm an open person. So I would suggest just telling people like, Hey, listen, like you're a great person. But I don't feel that we're going down the same path uh, in life together. I'm looking for something a little bit different. And just putting it out. And if they want to still be friends with you, great. And if they don't, then that's fine. Well, the reality is that you have to meet a lot of people. Oh, my There's gosh, There's a lot yeah. of people you wouldn't want to spend your life with. Yep. Um, how many people did you probably, just guessing, because I'm sure you don't want to number, did you, did you talk to? On- oh, talk to, my gosh. For every one guy I'd meet I remember I used to have a process about it it would be that I'd probably filter to like matching with about because keep in mind I only had every other weekend to date because I have my kids so I would filter it down like the week before right back when I got my kids and I'd go through and I'd match with a whole bunch of people so it'd be about maybe 50 people out of those 50 maybe about 10 conversations would stick Uh, then I'd focus it down to maybe three people and I'd meet one for the other every other weekend so that way but it wasn't I wasn't telling the other ones that I was going to meet up with them so it was that way I wouldn't waste anybody's time I'd go through it pretty fast and meet up with the other person who I was meeting with I might see them again in two weeks uh, and then after pretty much about a third time I met them if I met them a third time I'd have a pretty good idea as to whether or not we had stuff in common if I want to see them again and as I do the math, it sounds That's like you, even meeting people, you met dozens probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I probably met a good, yeah, more than 20 over the year. Yeah, so oh, yeah. it's it's nothing personal. It's just yeah. not the right people, right? Oh, That's, yeah. It took that long to find the person you want to spend the rest of your life with now. Hopefully. I still, yeah, I still know people to this day who are still on dating sites and they're still having a hard time. And it's men, too, that I still speak to. And they will tell me that they they just can't seem to find anybody who they click with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's hard. And especially this day and age where everything's online. So it's different. Like way back in the day, you would meet people at things that you'd have a common interest in. Whether that would be, I don't know, volunteering at an animal shelter or whatever. Or even going to Bear Oaks. But like the thing is that a lot of people go there as couples already, right? But back in the day, a lot of single people would go out to these things and you can meet them. But now we're all stuck behind a computer. Right. So it's a little bit harder. You kind of have to go through this whole thing where you're meeting people who you don't know if you're going to have common interests in or not. So don't give up and keep trying. Oh, right? that's what I would do, of course. It's nothing personal, just... I would just meet up with individuals, see who you meet, and just play it by ear. You'll know it's right when it's right. So to summarize, 
don't focus on naturist nudist dating sites. They're probably in almost every single case a scam and don't have anybody for you to follow up with. Remember that one in 10 Canadians, uh, a little bit more actually, are probably interested in naturism. Now don't bring it forward, don't make it your main profile, don't put a nude picture of yourself as your profile, but include it in who you are and what interests you. And uh, that will be a way of weeding people out. Certainly, it would be a deal breaker for me if I was dating now because it's such a big part of my life. And uh, so that would be a key thing, just like, would you want to get married or not? Or do you want to have children or not? Some of these are very big decisions. And if you're looking for a long-term relationship, those are key uh, factors to consider. So you may have to talk to a whole bunch of women, but as you heard from Christine, so did she talk to a whole bunch of men to find one that she was interested in dating. And in general, you treat people with respect. Um, that I'm sure for good relationships, that goes for every gender, you know, cis, heterosexual um, versus uh, trans versus homosexual. Um, it's everybody likes to be treated with respect. And uh, no matter what your interests are, no matter what you want to do. And so as you communicate with people, if you show them respect or you show them you treat them like human beings and you talk about the passion and the, the benefits of naturism and what it's all about, um, there, the odds are you'll find somebody who is not a naturist who will come with you and that you can uh, be a partner with in your life. And what I'll do for some, there's some folks out there that have trouble relating to other people. And I'm going to refer you to an episode of the Naturist Living Show from June 2010, which is titled How Not to Be Creepy. It was episode 20, a long time ago. Um, and it has a good summary of how to get along with people. And while that may seem obvious to you, uh, it may not be to somebody you know. And you might know people who are socially awkward. There's also a web page on the Baroque's website, which summarizes it as well, called uh, How to Make Friends in Naturism. And I will put links to both of those in the show notes on the show website. So that's all for this episode of The Naturist Living Show. Thank you, as always, for listening. Again, my name is Stéphane Deschain. I'm your host for this podcast and the owner of Baroque's Family Nature Spark. You can find links, as I said before, to all the things I mentioned in the show notes. And the show notes are on our website, being naturistlivingshow.com. That is the brand new website for the last few months, naturistlivingshow.com. And please keep sending your comments and suggestions. I do read them all, and I really appreciate getting them, even if I don't always have the time to respond to every one of you. The show's email address is contact at naturistlivingshow.com. So you can also call and leave a comment. And you can take as many tries. Not a lot of people are taking me up on this, but I'd love to include some people who have interesting things to say. So you can take as many tries as you want, and you can even delete it if you're not happy. Um, I will hear it. I can't promise I will use it, but I will hear it. And uh, there, it's very simple. You call 
Country code 1, area code 905-473-6060, and it's extension 333. You can also call toll-free if you're in the U.S. and Canada, 1-888-373-9124. And you can even Skype. Uh, The Skype name is Bear Oaks, and that's free. In each case, you dial extension 333 because you're in the main voicemail for Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park, and that's the show's extension, where you can leave a message, record a message, edit the message, delete the message, start over as many times as you want. I hope you enjoyed the show and that you'll join us again for the next episode of The Naturist Living Show. This episode of The Naturist Living Show was brought to you by Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park traditional naturist values in a modern setting. Traditional values means that naturism is more than just taking your clothes off. It is a life philosophy with physical, psychological, environmental, social and moral benefits. Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park strives to promote those naturist values in a modern setting that provides the amenities and services that our members and visitors expect. Free your body, free your mind. Learn more at www.baroaks.ca. Thank you.